Chichi, you're not you're not coming in hot again, are you? You're coming no, in really no, cold. I'm, I'm coming in at about 102 to 103 <laughs> fever right now. Killing me. I am so tired and like I'm sick, dude. I don't like being sick. I don't get sick often, but I'm That's sick. The worst. That's, I'm the sick. Worst, That's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> so well, thanks thanks for grinding, bro. Because yeah, man, we have to do 103 fever makes you want to just be in bed all day. Oh my god! I know. This morning we were going to record. <laughs> there you go, everybody. <laughs> Sorry, we were going to record this morning. I w- we were going to record at what nine Eastern? I think it was yeah. like seven forty a.m. I opened my eyes. I was like, "Case, I can't do it right now." Yeah, I had no chance. I slept till ten, which was good. I think that helped. So I'm getting good. Okay. I'm grinding along, there. How are you doing? You good? Good. Yeah. I, I. I. Well, I was in the cold plunge this morning, which obviously you wouldn't even think about getting well, in. Today. I would get pneumonia and die. Yeah, you pneumonia easily. Yeah, easily. <laughs> and then, um, uh, dude, I'm good. I got a little workout in this morning. I just had a little steak and eggs for lunch. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I'm rolling. And dude, it's uh, my daughter Carly's 18th birthday today. Happy birthday, Carly! Yeah. Let's that go. Great? And yeah. Sarah's the best, dude. Sarah put together this like coming downstairs. Like this morning, we come down. Oh. Balloons everywhere. You know, streamers. Happy birthday, Carly! So awesome. I'm I can't believe Carly's 18, dude. Like I, I like. Is that know, crazy? It seems like yesterday she was just born, my first daughter, and incredible. So yeah, so she's uh, having a good day. We're gonna. I'm. Uh, she wanted to have. You know, I get the kids whatever they want for dinner. So she she wanted to have French toast for dinner. All right, I so like I'm making that. a little making some French toast tonight for dinner. We're all gonna crush that. And uh, yeah, man, it's a great day. November 28th is always a great day for me. Like I said, because it's Carly's birthday. So. That's awesome. Oh well, yeah. well, wait, we're talking numbers here. There is a number out there that is very interesting. That's going on. This is a. Uh, it's getting it's getting a lot of a lot of play here. I think Heyman's talked about it. Other guys have written this. I think it started on SMY. So there's been no Yankee to wear the number 18 since Andrew Benintendi in 2022. The reason behind that, people are saying, is because in Japan, uh, the number 18 is reserved for the ace of a pitching staff. Have you ever Mm. heard this? Wow. No, I've never heard this. Yeah. So, obviously, everybody's going after, uh, what's his name? Uh, Yamamoto. Uh, Yamamoto. You say it better than me. I don't say it very well. Uh, yeah. Everybody's going after Yamamoto. And so there are teams that are like kind of not having anybody wear 18 so that they, they it can help the recruiting process. Do you believe wow. that? Like That's yeah. really you know, crazy. Dude, it's so funny that you say that because I played with Dice K in 2008, oh, nice. and I believe he was number 18. Wait, hold on. Let me look. Boom, I, number 18, yeah, you're right. Dude, and I never thought about that till now. I never yeah. thought about that. So then I thought back, and I was like, wait, Tanaka didn't wear 18, did he? Tanaka for the Yankees wore number 19. However, the reason was because Hiroki Kuroda was wearing number 18, and Kuroda was just as much of a legend as all these guys in Japan. So yeah. out of respect for Kuroda, Tanaka was wearing 19 with the Yankees. It's a fascinating wow. thing. That, that is fascinating, man. That's really, really cool. 
I love stuff like that, dude, in Japan. Like, I just feel like they're, they're like I said, they're, there's something about respect and, uh, you know, respecting the elders, respecting the generations, respecting the guys that have come before you. And, you know, that, that number 18, that's really, really cool. I never knew that. That's fa- absolutely fascinating. It's, it is fascinating. And you think about, man, that's why the Yankees are the Yankees. Like, they think that far, they think that deeply into the situation that they're like, nobody's wearing 18. This year. <laughs> yeah. That's really so we crazy. could say we could say we saved it for you. Yeah. Hey, did you ever, have you ever seen a movie, The Fan, with uh, oh, with Snipes? Uh, yeah, yeah, and Robert De Niro. De Niro. Yeah, and uh, what's his name? Del Toro played like the the hotshot young kid. That was I, when he, I, he wanted his I've number back. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. No. Yes, you play professional baseball, and you've never seen that movie. I think I was scared to see it. Isn't it about a stalker fan? Like De Niro's a stalker or something? Yes. Yes, dude. Oh, John Crook's in it too. John Crook's in it. What does he, he do? He's on the team. He, Crook got into acting when he was doing all that best damn sports show stuff. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he was in some movies. He's a pretty good actor, dude. Wow. You have to go see. You have to watch that movie now that you're not playing. <laughs> I, I love the I love the Nero Wesley Snipes too, dude. It is such a phenomenal movie. It's basically kind of makes it's it's kind of a takeoff as if Barry Bonds had just got to. I mean, basically the San Francisco Giants, the Giants, right. Dude, you gotta. I'm not even gonna tell you any more about it. I'm not gonna uh, don't tell it. me because I will it watch is, it. I will watch it. It is scary though. It really is scary. It's a scary movie. Too. Dude, I don't know dude, dude the, the other the other movie that kind of goes uh, under the radar for De Niro that was a scary movie too was what was the one where he was like the stalker? He was oh, another dude, that stalker. Was a, that was a remake of uh, Cape, Cape Fear. Cape, Cape Fear. Cape Fear. Oh, terrifying. Dude, that was terrifying. When he's just sitting, laughing, screaming, laughing out loud in a the movie theater, he's like, ah. Yeah, that's terrifying, then, dude. How about when when he followed them? I'm not breaking too much here. When he followed, he was, they were moving. They were trying to get away from him. And he just he hung on to the bottom of their car for like a yeah. three-hour ride. That yeah. movie was terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. terrifying, bro. Terrifying. Scenario can be scary. All right. Yeah. All right, well, let's, I don't want to have nightmares. I'm already sick. So. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to something lighter. Uh, so let's stay on the uh, on the import section here because you pointed something out. I think it was a Castrovan, you said? Yeah, yeah. Anthony Castrovan's wrote an article uh, about Otani asking, is he already Cooperstown bound? What? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and how, how many years has he been here, Chinch? I'm pulling his numbers up right now. Is, is, it, is it three years? Four it years? might be five by now. I think it's five. Yeah, it's so hard pulling up six. his stats because you have to pull up two different human beings. <laughs> I think so, it's I think it's six years ago, but maybe he's been maybe he has two, five th- years of service. He got he got here in 2018. Don't forget that 2020 was uh. Uh, 18, COVID. 19, 20, 21, 2, 3. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. obviously, he's a so makes five, sense. Makes sense because he's million. a free agent. It makes sense because he's a free agent. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's um, right. And, and he goes, you know, down the list. It's pretty it's pretty incredible what he talks about. Just like mm-hmm. in the last three seasons, Otani's average of 161 OPS, which that means he's 61% better than the league average player. Mm. As a hitter, he had – as a hitter and a 151 ERA plus as a pitcher, same thing, 51% of all the normal pitchers, right? Right. So, you know, you go up and down his numbers, and, you know, I think one of the things about one of the things about Cooperstown, so he, ha- this, he has two MVPs. So I, right there it might say, yes, 
Um, but Dale Murphy, the, rookie, rookie of the year. Rookie, rookie of, the of the year, exactly. And I, I have to think, bro. We've never seen anything like it. You know, as I'm thinking now, I was gonna say no, but as I start thinking about it, like, is this the one of the first guys ever that were like, wow, this is a uni- such a unicorn, yeah, that he's already done enough in this six years to get in. Obviously, I think. I think it's two. I think it needs to get to eight years. Two okay. more years of doing what he's doing, even if he doesn't pitch. Obviously, he's not going to pitch in two thousand twenty-four. Right. But he's going to hit and still be one of the best hitter, you know, over thousand sure. OPS last year. So, I think two more years and he's he's in Cooperstown. I mean, no, yeah. no doubt, no doubt about it. It's just been like I said, we've never seen anything like this. But yeah. that's it was an interesting article. Article Anthony wrote because. That is a question we're all asking because it's usually yeah. it's usually a ten year window where they say right. you were the what best player, top ten players, top five players, right in that decade. in in that in that decade. So, you know, it's going to be a couple years less for Otani, I believe. It's a great question. Well, it goes back to it's called the Hall of Fame, right? And as we all know, it's not actually like the league doesn't vote on this. Most people know this, but not necessarily. It's it's writers. It is. It is the Baseball Hall of Fame. It's not the MLB Hall of Fame in a degree. It's its its own entity, and the question has always risen. If it's called Hall of Fame, who was the most famous baseball player in the late 90s, early 2000s? Barry Bonds. Uh, yeah. Who was the most famous baseball player recently? Like, there have been famous baseball players who are not in the Hall of Fame. So Shohei Otani, I would argue, at this moment – the only guy close to him as far as is everybody knowing his name all over the world was Babe Ruth when he played. So right. Shohei Yotani, right now, you have to say he's the most famous baseball player in the world. Okay, it's not yeah. even close. The guy does two things. People yeah. in high school, kids in high school now are picking up their gloves and pitching and then going out and playing third base because they can say, you know what? Maybe I can do that. Maybe right. I can do what he did. And that's the other part. If If you start seeing more guys coming in there pitching and hitting, that adds to his resume because he's the one that did it and proved you can kind of do it. I think. I don't know. Well, well, I think the biggest thing with that was I don't I don't know if in the United States we would allow guys to do that. It's because when he was such a commodity and when he first came over, they're like, well, there's no way he's gonna be able to do it. He's proven right. not only could he do it, he's the he's the, one of the top five in both hitting and pitching. So he could yeah. do it at a high level. You know, I think that's the biggest thing is that he's proven he can do it. I also think Chinch. Thinking about guys doing it down the road, the the amazing thing about what Otani does is he's a starter. Right. Yeah. It'd be a, it'd be it would be one thing if he was a closer. You know what right. I mean? Like, okay, guy plays the outfield. He plays you know 150 some games a year, and he could uh, you could see this happening, no doubt about it. In the next few right. years, you're gonna see a guy that's in the outfield come in to close a game, or you know what I mean? Has a, just a cannon of an arm. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? So. I think I think that's what you'll see. But, but the fact that Otani's a starter, it's where crazy. you know to win in this league, you got to have great starters. I think that's what makes him so unique. That will we see a guy come in that's a starter? I don't know. I don't know and, if you can. You know, because 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 a lot of relievers that have good arms, you know, a lot a lot of, a lot of players that are good players have good arms. They can come right. in for that one inning. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, no, it's great. Remember when he first got here, everybody's like, oh, don't let him hit. Just let him pitch. And now he's the best hitter in base. I mean, this he won an MVP based on his offense. 
Remember he came in and everybody, he's striking out in spring training and everybody's like, this guy's swing is ridiculous. It's awful. It'll never play in the big leagues. And oh, hey, how's your 44 homers this year with a four? Yeah. Everything's, everything is highlighted from this season in his offensive stat line I'm looking at. All yeah. the numbers are highlighted because he finished first in all of them. So it led the league, yeah, yeah, led the league in uh, everything, yeah, yeah. So, so what, do you do you think after six years he is? I like Eric Clay. I think six years, yeah, because what you said it before. I don't know if you said it just now. Well, he's at no, he's at six years now. Oh, you're saying now? Oh, six. Like I'm saying right no, now, like he's at eight. six. I like your like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah. made a great point though earlier. You were like, is he two guys? So does he have twelve? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I mean, dude. That's what I mean. Does he have tw- does he have twelve now already? Yeah. Like six? He's two people. It's an interesting question. Very yeah. interesting question. Two like he doesn't have the individual. He doesn't have the individual numbers like that you would think as a hitter. Like four hundred to five hundred homers. No, no. You know, 2,500 to three thousand hits. No. But then you go like two, he doesn't even have two hundred homers yet. It's right, right. But then you go to the wins. You know, is the two? What's the base now? Two twenty, two thirty, whatever. Yeah. Wins, ERA, strikeouts. You know, he doesn't have the numbers in, you know, in in either individual one. But you combine him, which we've never done before, and you go, huh? Yeah, that's Cooperstown worth. <laughs> Look, you, you, if you have to open two different base, baseball references pages for the same person, then, then right. just, he's doing something pretty, pretty right. special. Exactly. Um, uh, hey, one last thing before we go. This is a big thing in the New York papers. Uh, and this can go for any teams. This can go for Chicago. This can go for both New York teams. This can go for any of the, the West Coast teams, too. Are you better off paying Bellinger $220 million? Than going out and getting Juan Soto, knowing that you're going to have to pay him $450 million. I think it's what he turned down was like $400 million. So how does that work with the franchise? You were with the franchise this past year, so you probably know yeah. a little bit more of the ins and outs of how how the money is distributed and what what the value of that money is. Like, wh- yeah. what's your take on that? What, 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 how old is Bellinger? Is he 20? I think he's 26, right? Hold on. And I think I, Soto. He might be a little older. 27 year is uh, he's 20 he's 20 he just finished his season where he was 27 years old so he's gonna be 27 20. okay and Soto's what 25 25 i believe 24 or 25 i think he's good, yeah. 20, gonna be 25 yeah yeah so i mean that's definitely a factor that soto is so still so young which is incredible mm-hmm. um <clears throat> It's a great question, man. I think the biggest question you're gonna we're gonna see this year for Bellinger is is he the guy that was the MVP and the guy that had a great year in 2023? Because you know, I think the big number that keeps popping up, and I know for the Yankees it's a big number, is hard hit rate. He had one of the lowest hard hit rates in the league. So was he lucky? Did he hit balls not at people? You know, but I also think good hitters have get get hits. And so he didn't yeah. strike out as much. He puts the ball in play, hit over 300, almost 100 RBIs. You know, he just had an incredible year. Mm-hmm. So if that's the guy you're getting, there's a ton of value in in Cody Bellinger, man. Yeah, just I, so much I value. And I and I, you know, you're when you get Soto, you're getting a superstar. You're going to get 35 homers, 110 RBIs, 400 400 on base. You know, you're seeing his average being like 275, 280. Yeah, you know what you're getting with him. Yeah, I think if Bellinger is who he was in 2023 and and closer to the MVP guy, bargain teams are going to be getting a bargain. Yeah, I agree. And don't forget, you still gotta you gotta give up the farm to get Soto, and have to do anything to get Bellinger, right? And 
you get Soto, you still have to sign him. <laughs> so right. it's a de- I, I I almost think that I almost think I mean, yo, the winter meetings are coming up next week. I wonder if it has to be a sign and trade deal. Because like if I, I won't use the Yankees because you were there and you know those guys but even in the Mets, you're giving up four prospects or five prospects. You gotta know, you gotta you can't just be hedging that you're gonna sign Soto. You can't just be hedging on it. You got to say, I'm giving up my farm system to get this guy, but yeah. I want to know for sure that he's mine. For- but, but the fact that he's got the fact that he's got Boris, dude, Hiller. He, there, there's no Hiller. guarantees. So the bottom line is you can get him, but he's going to free agency. I know. That's he's what's going also to free terrifying. Yeah. yeah. And and you're giving up your farm. You're giving up on the, the, the guys that you've brought, you know, up through the last three or four or five years. And by the way, yeah. you might have to give up a couple pros, too, while you're at yeah. it. He's pretty Do you think good he's going to get close to 450 mil? Somebody's always I mean, our team, paying. Our team's still doing that? Somebody's always paying something, man. And yeah. Boris finds them. <laughs> if anybody's yeah, exactly. paying $450 million, Boris does. I remember back in the day when, yeah. when uh, Johnny Damon signed with the Yankees. He, yeah. Boris has these books. Have you ever heard of these? Have you ever seen <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 They yeah. Ba- he basically gave the Yankees a book that was like 700 pages about why Johnny Damon is not only going to be the best center fielder for the Yankees and uh, also that he's arguably a Hall of Famer. And he sends this book with all his stats and all his analytics. Scott Boris has more of an analytics team than MLB Network does. It's, unbe- it's unbelievable. Dude, it's incredible. It's great. He's got a, 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 literally a franchise. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Everybody yeah. goes to hey. his. He's got the best facility to work out in. in but at the end of the day, dude, he delivers. Hey, you yeah. say what say what you want about Boris. Teams still don't deal with them, but Scott mm-hmm. Boris delivers at the end of the day. He really does. He really does for his clients. Yeah, he does, and even for the lower client, lower level clients too. Not many yeah. people leave him, and he also yeah. signs the old guys just to put them on his roster. You know that he signed Barry Bonds for one year for free, just so he could say Barry Bonds was a Boris. Oh, did he? Client. Yeah, did you know that? <laughs> no, that's great. Said, listen, you say whatever you want about that guy. That guy is it. He is the super agent. Of all time, he is the super. I, it's agent. not even close. I don't think it's any even close. And 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 the, I I saw Scott in um uh, when we you know we played the Ant, when we played Anaheim got a chance to have a conversation with him for five oh, he's, ten minutes. He's, he's in that little. He's in that right little here. He's like he's got the greatest seats right right <laughs> there. Right? Yeah, cool. You walk in, but dude, Scott <laughs> has evolved. Man, he just continues to surround himself with 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 great people in the industry and just continues to elevate himself. And like I said. He thinks differently with his players, and he gets them the best, you know, the best uh, money that the, that the market can get, can get these guys. Yeah. And he's not everybody's cup of tea because he's a tough negotiator. Yeah. But he definitely gets the guys the money, and that's why guys are with him. Yeah, maybe if you sign with him, your cat wouldn't have peed on your suit in that arbitration deal. <laughs> exactly. <right? laughs> well, I, I had Ron Shapiro, Michael Moss. I feel like they were great. Yeah, for, they were great, great for me. They they couldn't help the the, the cat pee. Uh, you know, was really on me at the end of the day. <laughs> nice. uh, all right. Well, hey, I gotta go because I need to sleep off the rest of this Dude, day. You need water, sleep, water, sleep, and tomorrow we have the new manager. Yes, tomorrow we have Mets. Carlos Mendoza, New York manager, new new manager of the New York Mets joining us. It's going to be a great, great time. I'm looking forward to it. He's such a great, great friend. So tune in to tomorrow. No doubt it's going to be awesome. Chinch, you got to be ready to go, bro. I know I you just got to get some sleep, grind it out, throw some water on you, whatever you got to do. I might have to use the cream and the clear today. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you can, bro. You don't play Major League Baseball. Hey, use man. whatever you want. Exactly.
Exactly. Use whatever you want. <laughs> All right, bro. Love you, man. All right, bro. Love you, man. Hope you feel better, dude. Thanks. See everybody tomorrow. Thanks. <laughs>